0: Welcome to Business Matters with host Rob Capello, a podcast where we open the conversation on what matters for business. We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products and services local businesses need to grow and thrive. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Business Matters presented by Bally First, the division of First West Credit Union. My name is Rob Capello, and I'm the Chief Strategy Officer at Now Media Group. Today, we welcome Lar Elliott to Business Matter. Lar, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, Rob. No problem. So Lar is a Senior Commercial Banking Advisor at Bally First Credit Union. Um, and today we're going to talk about Uh, custom built homes. And we all probably heard that the real estate market has been on a tear over the last year. And um, so, but today we're going to specifically talk about um, if you want to build a home, specifically a custom home, um, what you need to think about when it comes to everything about choosing your builder to finance you. So thanks for joining and let's get started then. Sounds, sounds great. So, why don't we start? Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about your role at Valley First, what you, what you do, what your day to day looks like, and how your uh, um, how this sort of ties into um, custom homes?
1: Yeah, sure, great. So, I work with a lot of uh, real estate developers and investors buying uh, commercial real estate properties, and uh, the reason I thought we should discuss custom homes is it's. Uh, right now with the current demand in the marketplace it's it's a very uh good option for people to get into a home if they want to try to avoid uh, maybe bidding wars or some of the other uh pieces that are people are dealing with out there so
0: interesting so how long have you been in your role at Valley First
1: uh i've been with Valley First a little over uh 6 months right now so but i have i've been a a banker in the Okanagan for the past 15 years so been been through uh, a couple of different uh, phases that we've seen here in the valley.
0: So uh, you you joined almost I wouldn't say mid pandemic, but pretty darn close in the middle of the pandemic. You you came over, but so what made you choose to make the move to Valley First? Uh, well,
1: choose to come to Valley First was was an easy one. Valley First is definitely uh, one of the the best providers of real estate financing in the Okanagan, and it's it's one of our uh, expert pieces that we can bring to our members. So it, it was a, it was an easy decision to come over nice. here and be part of this great team.
0: Interesting. So how did, if we go back a few years that you you've been in the financial side for a bit, how did you get into the industry? Like what, what you woke up one morning, and you're like, I'm going to get into banking. So <laughs> what, what got you into the industry?
1: Uh, well, I've, you know, I finished university. I, uh, I worked in the computer industry for a little bit on the retail side. I uh, did lots of traveling with that and, um, you know, living in Kelowna, it, uh, a couple of my friends had been in the financial sector and uh, that's what kind of piqued my interest to taking a look at it. and. Uh, once, once I started getting into commercial banking and seeing what the relationships bring and being involved in the community and, and then, you know, seeing uh, the parts that you finance and then what the outcomes are, uh, it's, it's just been a real interesting career in banking. And uh, I enjoy coming every day to see what happens.
0: Interesting. So do you focus specifically on like commercial and residential real estate? Is that sort of your niche or do you kind of? Yeah that's that's the main focus uh, of my role here. Cool. So uh, let's talk about uh, custom homes. So from your perspective, you you've you know it sounds like you're you're pretty uh, entwined in the industry is are are there you know new builds are there on have they been on the rise in the last year or so, or, or are you seeing a lot of existing homes that are selling? or what are you seeing in sort of the landscape of that?
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. New builds right now, very high demand. Uh, it's, it's even to the point where it's, it's even hard to find a lot for some people to, to, to get a new build started and uh, that's uh, part of uh, the good problems we have living in the beautiful Okanagan. People want to move here, everybody's trying to get in and it's, uh, it's tough to, uh, to, to get a new build started and it's tough to just find an existing home right now with the bidding wars that are out there.
0: Yeah. Are you finding that when it comes to the custom builds, is it a lot of uh, locals? That are doing it. Or are you seeing people from out of market or both? What what sort of?
1: Yeah, we're seeing a good healthy mix of locals, you know, switching out of maybe their current home, building that you know end home that they've always wanted to to get into, or you know, people moving out from the Lower Mainland or out of province coming in to say, hey, this is going to be my you know forever home that I want to build, and 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 saying you know beautiful lake views and living in the Okanagan. It's uh, it's tough to tough to give up that
0: right to be how, how far do you like how far reaching do you get with the financing you do though do you do you uh, do you have members that are building out of market that you help as well or is it or is it mainly in-
1: uh, mainly okanagan valley right right from the border all the way up you know to the you know salmon arm and, and beyond so and uh, into the kamloops caribou region there too as well right so we have we have branches all over where we can help members you know Get started on building that custom home and get it finished for them so
0: cool so um let's say i want to build a new home what's the first step i should take in the process of doing this like what are some yeah of the, what's the first thing that i should look at, or look
1: at? Uh, so first step you should take is you know start gathering up your you know your financial information your your tax returns and those types of things and then uh then look to to come into one of the, the local branches here book Book a meeting with one of our financial advisors to start the process, uh, to go through to, you know, see what, what my budget is, what I can afford, what should I be looking at. And then, you know, once you've, you've done that aspect, then you're kind of ready to go out to the market. And then you can kind of say, Hey, where do I, where do I want to live now? Like, where do I want to build this home? Like we got some great developers in the Okanagan Valley to, to go get a lot and uh, you know, go find a builder and then, you know, go down that
0: journey. So I could, I've never built a home, but um, I could see a big thing being budget creep. So, um, (laughs) So how important is it sticking to a budget when you go through this? And the second part of that question would be, is there any tips on how one can actually do that? Because I, I just could see when you're building, you're like, oh, let's do this and let's add this. And all of a sudden, this would yeah. yeah. be what it would be, right? So,
1: so that, that, the first step of the process, you know, working with your banker to find out what your range is going to be for, for how much you can afford, that's that's going to be the, corner, the cornerstone of, of this building process because that's going to help set up. How much lot can I afford you know and then you're going to get into how much house I can afford and then it's also making sure that you're also set up properly uh, for the full process with you know proper contingencies in place so because you know with any build there's going to could be some cost overruns that you're not seeing you know like as we saw with lumber prices this past year and you know having a proper budget in place and, uh, and planning for those types of things takes a lot of the headaches out of that process. Right. So basically, you know, when, if you do have a big increase in lumber, your, your proper budget, you know, there's, there's going to be some room in there to soak that up so that you're not having to inject funds. Cause most cases when there's big cost overruns, it's, it's the homeowner that has to put right. some more money into the pot to, to absorb that. So. It can become tricky sometimes, and that's that's part of the risk of uh, building a custom home. But if you can right. plan for it, you could take that risk down. So,
0: so you're you're you would be one part of the sort of the team that when I, you know when someone's building a home, who else should we be looking to be part of that team when you're looking to build a home?
1: Yeah, for sure. So, banker, and then obviously the builder that you're going to choose yeah. to go with are those are your those are your two kind of main partners in this process that you're going to be working closely with. Uh, Other pieces that you're going to want to bring into play is, you know, if you have an accountant talking to your accountant about it early on, you know, if uh, insurance, you're going to need to go through your, you know, your insurance broker to make sure you're set up with construction insurance and those types of things. And then also your realtor as well, like bringing them into the conversation early on saying, I'm planning to do this and, you know, just get some feedback and uh, you know, use your network, of professionals that you have around you early on in the process to talk to th- some of the speed bumps and things that are seeing in the marketplace help you make the right decision. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Interesting. So do you guys, I mean, cause you have, you mentioned insurance, I would assume through, uh, I know I've talked to other sort of team members at Valley first is that you guys, you guys can help on some of that stuff as well. Cause you have sort of the team mm-hmm. that you can bring in from others. For sure. Yeah.
1: hundred percent, hundred percent. We, we have team members that we can bring, to the plate for you, depending on your needs and the requirements through this process, to help, you know, eliminate some of the the hiccups that can help with it, right? And planning for successes is one of the things that we really push here, and then making sure that you have the right places in place, the right budget in place, take take some of the possible headaches out, right? And the other the other piece is making sure you're working with a good builder on the other side too, as well, right? That's that's another key component, right? A good local builder who knows. Who knows local suppliers and knows local um, other contractors that they're going to be working with that's that's another huge component of this process so
0: so you mentioned sort of kind of leads into my next question so you do, do you, you know you've mentioned sort of making sure you pick the right builder you mentioned a couple of things in, in your last answer but what are some things that are important when when picking a builder like with that relationship in in do you help in that process at all? Or do you, do you give, Hey, here's four or five we worked with or or how does that work?
1: Yeah. So we, we always recommend working with a local builder, right? The local builder is going to be the one who has local relationships with suppliers and local relationships with subcontractors who they work with. And that takes out a lot of pain points through the process when you're doing a, your own custom build home. Right. And, um, you know, asking questions to the bankers, your friends and family, you know, on, you know, have you heard of these builders before, you know, do your own research as well, right? To to find out who you're going to pick and choose with and, you know, ask your banker, have you worked with these guys before too, right? That's always a, a good, good part of the puzzle as well. Um, because that's, you know, that is one of the key partners you're going to bring to the table, but we got, we got a lot of great builders in our marketplace to work with. So, um, you're usually going to end up with a good one that's going to help you through this and make sure that you got the the right budget in place and the right plan for you know when funds are needed and everything else that uh, could come out of um, the
0: side on you that you're not expecting, right? So, so I'm sure you you've done you've been involved in a lot of these deals. What are some of the common like mistakes or pitfalls you've seen people make when they're when they're like, jumping into or getting into a, a building a custom home?
1: yeah so some of the big ones is uh sometimes people don't budget enough for the unexpected right they 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 see a lot and then you know maybe you know you you have to do some excavating on that a lot well it's it's an unknown budgetary factor that that can grow and then you know put your whole budget out of play. And uh, that tends to be a large one uh, or like lumber prices that we saw this last year. Right. So so making sure you have that proper contingency reserve in there to help soak up those things. That's that's a, one of the key pieces. Other things that come into play is sometimes people don't factor how long it actually takes to build a home. Right. Like, uh, you know, you could hear a range of eight months to, to 12 months Well. If you, if you hear that range, at least plan for for 12 plus months to make sure that, you know, you're able to cover the interest costs during that time and all the other fees, excuse me, that could come out and um, you're not really planning for if it's dragging on extra amount of time, right?
0: So it's you mentioned length, I was curious about, um, so how does the financing work when it comes to, because yeah, building a home, you're going to start today, but you're 12, 18 months down the road. Do you set up like you know, it's draws. Like, how does that work to make sure you're financing as you go, for lack of a better word?
1: Yeah, so it's it's draws. It's basically done on a what's called a cost to complete basis, right? So we have a budget in place, and then um, usually the homeowner is going to come in with a certain amount down on the lot purchase, okay. and then we're going to finance on a cost to complete basis until that house is is finished. And on each draw, you know, we always you know, with an appraiser does out, does a report for the bank and then comes back to the bank. And then we look at um, what's the cost to complete of this home versus the budget. And if it's over, well, then we might have to, you know, ask the homeowner to put some more funds in to make sure that there is enough money to finish the home because we want to make sure the project gets finished at the end of the day. So no one wants a half,
0: half built home, right? So oh. That's, oh, that's, think- that's why we're trying to take all that risk out. And you mentioned sort of like lumber prices. So yeah, over the last year, obviously we've seen a huge fluctuation, quite heavily in lumber prices. Is that is that always uh, typically back to the homeowner to? make up the difference or how does that typically work when it comes to, you know, if cost of material starts rising?
1: Yeah, so when we set up, what well, we like to sit down with our members and go through a budgetary process. We wanna, you know, I've talked about this contingency reserve and that's typically say, say you, you buy a lot for 400,000 and your build's gonna be a million dollars. Well, we wanna see on that build cost, we wanna see around 10 to 15% contingency reserve Added in there, so that's an extra hundred to hundred and fifty thousand that will be used throughout the build for you know uh, uh, things that you may not think about when you're doing a build, like kitchen cabinets. You know, those items need to be ordered, you know, yeah, depending yeah. on who you're wearing, like a, a yeah. long time in advance of them being in the house. Well, yeah. the bank can only finance those once those are actually installed in the house because they're on property, but you're still going to have to give a certain percentage down earlier on to order those up and set those and make sure that they're getting put into play. And so that's, that's where those funds come into play. So if, if we get into a scenario where, you know, like lumber prices last year, we're going through the build uh, appraiser comes back, we're only at this percentage and we, and we're, we're short on our budget and we've used up all of our contingency reserve that's where then the homeowner is going to be expected to put some more funds in, you know, into the pot to make up the difference. Right. So at at the end of the day, you know, we're we're always able to relook at the house and and the end value of it and then, you know, kick some money back to the homeowner once the project's completed. But we don't know what that price, you know, what that appraisal is going to come in until everything's completed and said and done. So
0: It's probably interesting knowing this market that you could start building a home and by the time you're finished it's probably worth like maybe way more than when you started
1: yeah which is great right now right and that's helping out a lot of people with some of these you know some these big increases that they've seen through their builds for this past year as well now instead of your house being worth 1.5 it's worth 2 million dollars you've got lots of equity in and you can kind of you know reset some of the money that you had to put into play but you know, I don't know if we're going to be in this market forever and things could change and and no one wants to be on the other side of that scenario too, right? So you got to, you got to, you know, think through both sides to make sure it's going to work for everybody, right? Fair enough.
0: So from a a lender's perspective, what are you looking at when lending for new construction? Like what's important for you to see uh, to make sure it's a right fit?
1: Um, so when we're looking at it, you know, we want to make sure you're coming in, you're, you're going through your plan, I want to build a house, we want to make sure that, you know, you have enough funds set up for uh, the amount of equity that you're going to require in, right, your portion of the overall construction budget. Plus, we want to make sure we're looking at, you know, if there is a hiccup, and there is something that you still have some money on the side, right. that you can kick in above and beyond because it's, you know, it's just a healthy practice to make sure uh, to plan for the unforeseen. And if it happens, we're still okay. But if if we don't plan for it and it does happen, then we get into, you know, everybody wants to sleep at night, right? So we just want to make sure everyone's getting a good rest and then goes through the process smoothly, right? So. Interesting.
0: So we live in an area where um some built ha- land or sorry homes are built on first nations land here obviously so does that play into your decision at all is there is there any yeah we new- we
1: issues? we can we can do we can do builds on on first nations land we'll need to re- you know be, review the lease and then the setup of that um a lot of developments that that are in that process uh that are on first nations it's, you know we, we we do have programs working with certain developers on those as well too as well. So, uh, yeah, it, it is it is uh, you know it is um, a good partner uh, to work with here in the Okanagan for sure. Yeah, interesting.
0: So um, we're gonna we're gonna change focus for a little bit. A couple more questions, but we're gonna change focus. We're gonna get to know Laura a little bit. Okay. You a little bit outside of sort of your banking world, and then we'll come back and finish up with a couple of questions. But um, uh, go way back when. When was your very what was your very first. I'll I'll say real job. What was, what was your first job that you, you ever had?
1: So I grew up in the big town of Enderby, which is a little North of here. So first real, first real job would be probably around when I was 14 and it would be throwing hay bales into the neighbors, like, you know, tractor wagon, you know, and uh you know and then throwing them up into the barn loft at the end of the day so uh it was uh it was good it was good money at that point for me you know I was always excited but uh you know it's only hay season's only so long so That's right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's funny. um what if if when you're not at work so you're uh where do we find what's the best way for you to spend your day off what are you doing what's your activity yeah
1: uh, it's probably my best days off I would probably say with my family and uh, you know enjoying uh, one of the lakes around here, just being on the lake uh, it's It's one of our passions that we like to do out here right that or uh, biking or skiing, just being outdoors in the okanagan is uh, is something that we really enjoy, and uh, try to get as much in as we can right when with our spare time,
0: yeah, awesome um, what's your what's the favorite thing about what you do? I mean, you've been in in uh the financial side for a while, banking for a while, and you know what 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 really gets you motivated or out of bed in the morning? What's the best part of your job?
1: Uh, I don't know I, I work with a great bunch of people here, so for me, it's just coming in my day. Uh, getting to see my coworkers here and then also uh, the members I get to deal with. Right. And it's just, uh, you know, talking to people, finding out what they're doing, seeing how we can help them out, right. What we can do or trying to find some, maybe a different way of looking at things. So uh, every day brings on, you know, different scenarios that I get to work with. And uh, it's, it, it's fun trying to find the right fit for people and make sure it's, it's a win-win on both sides. Right. So uh you know, every day is a little bit different. And that's that's one of the things I enjoy.
0: Yeah, It it, it must be satisfying if you're, when you're saying like, you know, when, when people are building custom homes, you're typically building, like you said, your dream home or your forever home. Yeah. And right. Just a small part of that process for someone, right? Which is probably <laughs> their biggest investment they'll ever make, right? So. Yeah.
1: No, especially especially when people come in after they've finished their project and they're, they're you know, and it's, uh, it's it's turned out good, and uh, they're sleeping in their new home, right, with everything they wanted, right. It's uh, it's it's pretty awesome.
0: That's cool. You mentioned sort of you, you you know your coworkers. If if we asked your coworkers to describe you in one word, what do you think they would say? Oh, describe me. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> I'm pretty jovial. I like to I like to joke around a bit, and you know make some you know, little comments on things here or there to get a joke out of people. So uh, I think probably that's one of the things that uh, people would say uh, the most about myself anyways.
0: Yeah. You keep it light in the office. Yeah, I do. (laughs) Um, If you had the opportunity to grab coffee with someone famous, so you're able to sit down, uh, Mm -hmm. go and hang out with someone for half hour, 45 minutes, an hour, whatever. whatever. Is there someone that comes to mind? Yeah, it
1: it would be. There is, it's, it's Peyton Manning. He just, oh, he just got inducted into the hall yeah. of fame the other weekend. Uh, I got to name our second child and it was Peyton as well. So
0: okay. he, that,
1: that's uh, you know, he's, he's someone I, you know, look at and follow and uh, definitely having a coffee with Peyton would be a memorable moment for myself if I could sit down there. Yeah. Interesting. Are you a NFL fan then? I yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. It's uh, it's, it's one of the sports that I, try to make time for to follow a little bit and you know have uh who's your team uh, well it is you know it has to be the colts if i'm a pink fan, right yeah yeah yeah, so
0: didn't you go to denver for a while too
1: he did he did (laughs) Uh, i got some.
0: yeah it's fine everyone has a
1: different road so it's
0: good (laughs) um What's a, your favorite place when we're able to travel? What was your favorite place you ever visited? So, you went on, I'm sure you've gone away. And what, what's a place that really stands out that you've back to?
1: I don't know. I, I always have a good time when I go, you know, I've been to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so, my wife and I also got married there. Okay. Uh, we've brought our kids there. And it just seems every time we go, we have good weather. We have fun time. It's you know, it's easy travel there,
0: easy yeah, travel yeah. back, right? It's it's for us. It always tends to be a really good, memorable trip. So, and is there is there a place that's on your bucket list that you want to get to outside of Hawaii? Is there a place uh,
1: you yeah, know? you know, once the kids move out, you know, it would be fun to yeah. maybe. <laughs> travel to some other places uh that they don't want to go so like maybe you know southeast asia or go to india or you know africa right so there are some places that my wife and i would like to go you know see some different parts of the world but we still got a few more years
0: of kids left in us so fair enough fair enough uh and then last question it gives you an opportunity to get a shout out shout out to a little bit someone local if 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 you're, it's friday night or saturday and you're going to order a meal you're going to order out what's your where's your go-to place that you love ordering from
1: um our go-to place that uh, that we enjoy oh what is it? i'm trying to remember the name i'm sorry it's it's a okay. pizza place it's a it's a pizza place out in Oyama and i think it's called peg Lee's. i'm not, i'm not too sure i'm terrible with names That's okay. so, so first so forgive me but it's a little piece of joint Output Gatsky's farm.
0: Oh, I know. I uh, know. Exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. On yeah. whatever. Yes, right? yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it, exactly. I so, know exactly where that is. Yeah. Mm. I'm Italian, so it's easy for me to say that word. Yeah,
1: whatever. sorry. Thank you. <laughs>
0: but <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, awesome pizza, best Caesar salad in the valley for sure. So, yeah, the,
0: the pizza there is amazing. So, yeah, awesome. Well, thank you. It was nice to get to know you a little bit more. So, um, we're going to a couple more questions for wrap up. So, Curious, looking through, crystal ball we don't know what the future is going to hold, but let's say, what what do you see in the market? Like, it, I'm curious, you mentioned at the start, like, it's getting harder for people to buy homes. I mean, the, the price is yeah. the cost and hard even to find land to build. Are you seeing people buying <clears throat> lots maybe outside of the market a little bit? Like, just kind of, you know, I always say Abbotsford, Burnaby, those areas all grew out of people were Hey, we we can't afford Vancouver. You keep growing, you keep growing. Are are you seeing that? Yeah.
1: Well, the whole Valley is busy right now with, uh, with new builds and when real estate selling and it's uh, it's hard for the local developers and and everybody to keep up with the demand. And so, um, you know, I'm not seeing too much of a slowdown, any near sight on, on the demand that's coming into, you know, Okanagan Valley, because it is, it's a great place to live. Um, with COVID, you know, more people working from home lifestyle is a much larger choice than it used to be, uh, when you're thinking about a place to live and, and the Okanagan Valley hits on so many, uh, tick box for people as to, as to what they want in a home and then somewhere to put their roots down. So, uh, you know, I believe in the Okanagan, I think it's going to go strong for quite some time. So.
0: Awesome. Um, So for those of us that don't want to not navigate all this on our own, it sounds like if you're building a new house, where do people, where can they get more advice? Like, where where can people get if they have questions or if they want to reach out to you or they want to like, what's the best way to do that?
1: Yeah, so best advice would be to come into any Valley First Branch book, book a meeting uh, with a financial advisor and, uh, you know, talk about what you want to do. Right. You know, gather up your information, your financial information, come in, have a conversation with uh, with us here at Valley First. And uh, we can help set a plan up for you and get you started on the road to, you know, getting that dream house that you guys have always wanted and uh, making sure it's smooth process as possible. So uh, that's my
0: recommendation for sure. That's awesome. Well, thank you for taking the time to join me today. I really appreciate the discussion. It was informative um now i know what to do when 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 and if i'm going to build a home so yeah um, great appreciate the time today no problem appreciate the great info and um hopefully the colts have a good season (laughs) (laughs) fingers crossed right yeah (laughs) Um, thank you lars i really appreciate it and for everyone else have a great rest of your day and thank you for tuning in to business matters thanks for listening to another episode of business matters with host rob capello if you're interested in being on the show reach out to us and join the conversation